Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. You know that feeling when you've invited people over to your house and they're still there? <laughs> it's so slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> I have work hey, Joel, in the morning. Pop down the fridge. You're out of milk. <laughs> yeah, hey, Joel, your bathroom's kind of clogged. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's just sort of like, do they ever... Do they live here now? Hey, Jules, your second bathroom's kind of clogged. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I don't even have a second bathroom. Oh, no, I think I used the sink. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, as you can tell, we still have um, guests in our house. Um, Who's playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing... <laughs> Who also uses he him pronouns? It sounded like you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick. Hey, um, uh, oh, no riffs, no bits, no please. Bits. This is a this is a professional podcast where we talk about facts Thank and you, numbers. Bianca. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. Uh, uh, my pronouns are they them, and I'll be playing Sloan, who also uses they them pronouns. My name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Grugnuck McChugnuck, who also <laughs> uses he, him pronouns. And we are joined once again by our um, twisted sisters from another mister. Uh, sure. Tell me where I lose you podcast. Who's playing with me today? Uh, my name is Nick Bromley. I use he, him pronouns, and I'll be playing as Maeve, who uses they, them pronouns. Hey there, uh, my name is James Whitson. I use he, they pronouns, and I am playing Dr. Krillian Sulzer, who is he, him. And my name is David, and I, uh, my pronoun, my fucked it. <laughs> my name is David. We'll I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Cosmo Crash, who also uses he, him pronouns. Your gun goes off, uh, Kenneth. You're going to roll to kick some ass right at the top, baby. Very Hell cool. yeah. Kick the ass Here we at go. the top. <laughs> that is Rolling a plus six. Tough. Yeah. Okay, cool. So a six is a fail. Um, <laughs> this is the part where I ask you, are you good with that? <laughs> Wait, is there a way that uh, we can help out? Are we in there yet? Uh, you are not there yet, so ah. uh, Kenneth, you are on your own. The only way you can improve your fate now is to burn luck. But remember, you only have one of those points. I am going to burn luck. Ooh. Yay! <laughs> you lock eyes with this thing, and you know that this is one of those creatures that you've been studying. Something from these dark, shady corners of the universe. Something that the man doesn't want you to know about. You line up your shots as it opens its many eyes to look at you, and you fire true. So with a 10 plus, Kenneth, you get to choose an extra effect. You can either gain the advantage and take plus one forward. You can give an advantage and give plus one forward to one of your other hunters. You can inflict terrible harm to do a little extra damage. You can suffer less harm, or you can force this creature where you want them. I quickly take stock of the situation and look up and see that Sloane is the next one coming down the shaft. 
and I will give them plus one forward. Okay, you have alerted Sloane to danger at the bottom of this uh, maintenance shaft, and Sloane will get a bonus to actions they take based off of that information. You shoot true and pierce the side of this fleshy monstrosity, and as you do, how much harm does your gun do? Three. Ooh, that's a lot. Nice. It eats that and stumbles backwards, and as it does, one of its eye stalks begins to light up and returns fire with a beam from one of those that blasts you right in the chest and sends you back up against the wall of the maintenance shaft. You are going to also take three harm. Whoa. Yikes. As you, uh, Sloan, are making your way down the shaft, you see all of that happening. You see uh, uh, Kenneth be thrown back against the wall. And by this point, you can scramble down to the bottom. Um, Dr. Krill, right above you. I would like to kick some ass. I'm going to pull out my gun as I'm, like, coming down. Because Kenneth alerted me to the danger, so I get this forward, right? Yeah, you get plus one forward. Sick. Thanks to that plus one. That is a tight, tight, tight 10, baby. (laughs) Again, you can (laughs) inflict harm and choose an extra effect. Okay. That was Um, a roller coaster. I thought you were about to say six. Could you imagine? (laughs) Wow. I I am fully ready to use my luck at a moment's notice, but I didn't have to (laughs) because of that forward. Uh, So I am going to inflict terrible harm. And uh, because of my past as an assassin, um, on my first shot at an unsuspecting target, and I would assume that this target is unsuspecting because all the eye stalks were focused on Kenneth, Mm. I get to add an additional two harm. Jesus. So in total, the creature takes five harm. I have killed the unkillable, and I will do it again. straight through this thing and leave a gaping, smoldering hole in it. You feel this wave of telekinetic energy in your head as this thing fires off another one of these beams in your direction. This one seems a little bit different than the one that struck your friend Kenneth. Go ahead and act under pressure for me. Okay. That's another 10. Ah, not psych. That's the wrong word. That's an actual chance. A six and a four. Get psyched. <laughs> Big psych. Oh, so it's at, technically it's an 11. I'm so cool. That was the so most cool. confusing result I have ever <laughs> Look. It's late. I just had a banana. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> you feel your vision blur as you do get hit by this uh, wave that comes from the beam of this eye stalk. Um, but you were able to sort of shake it off. It was meant to disorient you, but you see this thing float up into the darkness and escape. Um, I'm going to run over to Kenneth and see if he's okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Please what? don't tell anybody. What was that? <laughs> what, what what was that? I'm like coming out of the uh, uh, the thing yeah, right now. Doctor, I feel like you did not see it. What the hell happened? A uh, weird thing. Lots of eyes took a couple shots at us, but I think we're okay. Weird thing. Lots of eyes took. Oh god. Okay. 
that was, why, why is there a thing in here? Well, you're the doctor, but if I had to make an educated guess, I'd say the radiation probably had something to do with it. Okay, fair. Now, to be, to be specific, I have a doctorate of infotech. I am not an actual doctor. But, um, okay, uh, are you, hey, uh, are you okay? Talk to me. I'm just, like, kind of, like, slapping uh, Kenneth's, like, cheek. Like, what's up? You good? <laughs> I, I think I'm going to be all right, man. <laughs> Somehow I, that is a relief. I would like to, um, I think I took a, as the creature was like escaping, mm. I attempted to like take a f- picture of it, but it's like one of those Sasquatch pictures where it's like blurry oh, and grainy. That's and I want to post it uh, to Screaming Into the Void and see if any of my net friends can identify this creature or give me any special information. Interesting. Um, Yeah, roll to use your net friends again. That time it is a nine. A nine. I believe so on a nine they'll kind of help you, but you're going to need to either do something first or it's going to take them a while. Yeah, so it says on a seven through nine, they're prepared to help, but it's either going to take some time or you're going to have to do part of it yourself. Okay, so I think it's going to be taking some time. I think they are going to just need to try to edit this photo to see if they can get anything usable out of it. Computer, enhance. Exactly. (laughs) Zoom in. Cool. I don't know what that thing was, man, but... Maybe Star Corsair Fan 4 2069 can figure it out. <laughs> you know, if anybody can, I feel like it's probably him. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out my uh, 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 my sextant, uh, throw in some information, and like you know, see if see if anything comes back to me with uh, like the statistics. And I, I don't think that it really matters at this point because like this is I'm already looking at this and I'm seeing the numbers go lower, and I'm wanting to use it less and less. Um, <laughs> But I'm also just going to say, okay, uh, I think we need to move on. Um, I am going to check with the other team, see what, see how they're doing. If you guys want to go on ahead, I'm going to stay here for a second and just breathe. You sure you want to be left alone? Did you guys, did you guys damage it? Like, is it, is it hurt? Uh, I'd say on a scale from probably like one to eight, I think I gave it like five. That and is... you gave it like what, like a, like a three? Okay. Yeah, like a three out of eight, man. But I also <laughs> am feeling like a three out of eight myself. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I appreciate that. Uh, the information there. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good here for a second. Just, I, I need to think. Okay. Well, if you end up as part of that flesh blob, don't say we didn't warn you. I don't think it's coming back if it got, if it got hurt that bad. Is your intention to do what you are saying? Or no. do you have an alternative <laughs> Okay. No, I don't lying. fucking believe you, man. Kenneth, you have a feeling that you might be being lied to. You can act on that information if you want. Um, but you have a, you get the sense the doctor might not be telling the truth. Hey, man, before we press on, like, what's your fucking deal, man? <laughs> I'm sorry? I know for a fact you're not staying back to breathe, man. I can tell your heart rate's not even elevated. You're not even <laughs> hyperventilating, man. Okay, okay, okay. Look, I'm going to call the other crew. I'm going to see if they're doing okay and see if they know anything about whatever we just saw. Now that technically isn't a lie. Okay, well, I'll allow it. I don't see why we all can't sit around and learn what you know. Uh, And then I'm gonna pull my big knife out of my boot. uh, And I'm gonna say, give him a call. (laughs) 
Yeah, and then I'm gonna like pull my magnum back out and like start reloading it, but like drop the bullets and shit. <laughs> Try to be as intimidating as Sloane is, but clearly fuck it up. All right. Okay. And then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get on my comm and I'm gonna call the other crew. Um, I'm gonna call. Now that I've got people watching me, I'm gonna go ahead and call Maeve. Uh, 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 Cosmo. Right? No, you're Cosmo. Yeah, sorry, Maeve, Cosmo, and uh, Grognug. Grognug, and I'm gonna see how they're doing. Uh, Maeve, Cosmo, and Grognug, you are still in that elevator shaft where we left you. You can hear the sounds of plants kind of on the other side of the metal door of the elevator shaft um, when your comms go off and you hear uh, Dr. Krell's voice. Hello, Doctor, this is Maeve. Uh, Maeve, how's it going? Uh, are, are you guys okay up there? All, all, all good? The life support has been repaired. Is the electricity turned on? <sighs> well, we ran into a bit of a problem, bit of a, uh, apparently a skin monster? I don't know. Uh, they, they could probably tell you more about what, what that is, but, um, we are working on it. Uh, uh, Kenneth took a little bit of a hit here, uh, so we're, we're, we're looking, we're looking a little bit behind schedule. We are trapped in the elevator until the power has resumed function. Son of a bitch. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get on that as soon as we can. We're, we're on our way. Uh, Goodbye. Wait, no, he asked me how I was doing. <laughs> hang up the phone. Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the power is all wonky in here. Did you say Kenneth was hurt? Huh? Did you say Kenneth was hurt? Yeah, uh, he, he suffered a bit of a, uh, uh, looks like a, a laser. Oh, uh, well, how, how does he feel on a scale of, I don't know, one to eight? Uh, Kenneth, how do you feel on a scale of one to eight? A fucking three, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he said a fucking three, man. That's a oh, that's pretty bad. Uh, all right, we're 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 working on getting the power up now. Um, we are finally on the the fifth floor, so we'll be we'll be back on schedule soon, and hopefully getting the hell out of here. Affirmative. We will wait. I think we will actually stick with elevator team. So your plan is to wait here until the um, energy's back on. Oi, uh, uh, Mike, do you think you can, you know, do a little bit of your, you know, your, your techno tricks and get this, get this moving? Affirmative. I will attempt to repair the elevator, mind the hole, um, and I guess time to engineer an elevator solution? Yeah, yeah, you can try it. I'm going to give you minus one on this, only because the elevator itself is not broken. Uh, the problem is <laughs> you have no power. Um, yeah. So what you're doing is actually kind of breaking the elevator to see if you can divert any energy to it to get it to move. To be fair, Maeve has succeeded in breaking more things than Maeve has repaired, so this is good for me. Uh, but <laughs> a negative one, more than fair. Uh, that is a, a six plus two minus one, so a seven. A seven. Uh, what happens on a so seven? So I need more time to study really what's going on, so I can choose to fix or break it now with unknown side effects or take more time. And if we've learned anything about Maeve and how oblivious they are to danger, <laughs> unknown side effects, baby. Hey. <sighs> okay. Um, you open up the elevator control panel and you get to work. Um, you are trying to see, you know that there is power coming from level three of this facility and there must be a way to divert at least a little bit of power into the elevator shaft to get you some juice to at least go down another level. Unfortunately, you went a little too fast and you've sort of overloaded this system and you hear like a snap and a spark. The elevator does start moving very quickly as you begin to drop. 
Cosmo, task complete. Elevator <laughs> currently in motion. As Cosmo is starting to float up in the elevator, like smack up on the ceiling. Uh, great, thanks. Hold up. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> um, the elevator is going down fast. You feel like it picking up momentum. There is still a little bit of residual. Uh, um, uh, the atmosphere isn't fully back through this entire compound yet. Um, so it's not dropping quite as fast as it should be, uh, but you're still moving a lot faster than you want to. And Maid is totally fine with that. <laughs> okay. I say, I, I say, I say, wait, I have an idea. And I pull my belt out and I try to like jam it and it just completely disappears in the elevator. I'm like, no! It disappears and your pants fall down. Very comical. No, it's really, really tidy whities I'm like, I had a dream about this once. Oh my God. As you were careening towards the ground. Um, you have maybe seconds to act. Um, does anyone try to do anything to rectify the situation? Uh, 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 I, uh, I think uh, Maeve uh. has done enough. <laughs> so, okay. so when I when I have a big knife, <laughs> how big a knife? Like uh, a knife like, so big? I would you tell me? <laughs> well, okay, so my my intention here is to hopefully, like in some form or fashion, use my big knife and like jam it into the wall of the elevator to uh, see to if I some. can try and like slow it down or jam it or something. Yeah, okay. I've seen movies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, sort of like is... a like like a like a reverse. Uh, um, uh, oh fuck! What is his goddamn name? Um, uh, 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 MacGyver. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Robin Hood. The uh, classic. Oh, cl- uh, uh, Crusoe. No. Um, uh, uh, Red Fox. Uh, this show you can't are, continue until... You are, frog and Toad. It, it was absolutely Frog and Toad. That classic cool. that classic 19, 1930s film starred Frog and Toad. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I need you. Carol Flynn. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway. I'm glad you got there. That was a long I'm, journey, dude. It yeah, was Frog and Toad. Are you tired? Do you want to breathe? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, Who's yeah, trying so, to breathe? You need to act under pressure. Oh, no! Can Actually, I? you know what? Never mind. You're not going to act under pressure. I think we're going to use one of these alternate weird moves. You are mm. going to try to do one thing beyond human. <laughs> this move human. is called That's Some Bullshit. <laughs> exactly. You're going to do one thing beyond human limitation. Uh, this is called No Limits. So when you push past your physical bodily limits, roll plus weird. Uh, okay, I actually, okay, I have a plus one to weird. Um, Let's see. Really quick, can I help? By, I see that he's trying to jam the knife, and I pull out old reliable my pocket knife, and I'm gonna <laughs> like one last job, and I'm gonna try and jam it on the other side. But it's like a dink. It's not really super helpful. It's like a little dinky pocket knife. But I'm gonna try and jam it on the other side. Uh, roll the help out. I am gonna give you minus one as well. Okay. <laughs> but wait, don't you have the power of heart? Oh shit! God, no, no, no! Does that work? Yeah, it fucking works. God, it's just so adorable. I say the power of heart. <laughs> I used to like this game. 
Fuck your shit, um, Jules. We're doing our shit. <laughs> uh, Co- Cosmo, Cosmo turns and he sees he, he, and he sees uh, 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 Grognon pull his knife out and stab it, and he goes, "Oh, knife one." <laughs> oh god. <sighs> And then the elevator kills them all. Take your knife out. Sorry, I'm laughing because I rolled two ones. Oh my god! We deserve this. Oh man. That is a that is a total of. You said I get a minus one to this. Yeah. Well, now it feels like that's just mean. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a big two. Now, I guess David, are you feeling lucky? Uh, yeah, I do have to ask. Are you good with that? I absolutely feel lucky. <laughs> you would like to yes. burn a luck point. Okay, cool. Yes. Uh, this is Fair. your luck has officially run out. You are. Uh, I'm not uh, worried. You put your entire body into this. Your knife is destroyed, uh, but you do what you set out to do. Sparks are flying all over the place. Your hands are burning from the the friction and the vibration of the blade, as we're going to say that this is more of an arcane cutter than a just a regular steel knife. And <laughs> this thing is like grinding down the shaft, making this terrible noise ringing throughout the compound. Um, it still lands on the bottom floor. This is going to leave you all on the fifth level with a thud. Do we see them? Uh, no. I would like to call, I guess I'll call Sloan. On the sextant. Cool. Let's resolve this first. Um, but you okay. can definitely do that. So, so you hit the ground with a thud, and you all sort of like go up, and you still hit the top of the ceiling and land back down in the ground. Um, but it was like not enough for you all to sustain any injuries. I'm going to say that your big knife, however, is now shot. Um, that is not going to be uh, functional for you any longer. Um, but you are now on the uh, fifth level. Uh, go ahead and make your call. But keep Ring. her, keep her really quick yeah. question. <laughs> How is she? How is old reliable? <laughs> uh, she has other functions. She's a, a corkscrew. <laughs> Nail clippers. <laughs> what about the toothpick? <laughs> the tweezers still work. <laughs> the tiny gun. <laughs> the one gigabyte USB drive. Oh my God. <laughs> I just filled with pictures of my kid. <laughs> oh, no. I do nothing to grow Which out. kid he had to save the pictures of. <laughs> Uh, no, Grung Grung Nung. Um, there was only one part of the elevator that was open, and that was the door that went out into the shaft. Um, so you were like holding your knife on another part of the wall, but you're just holding it on the side of the elevator. There's actually no uh, friction on your knife. You're just like holding it there, like grunting, and like sort of like kept looking back at Kenneth, like nodding, like we're both doing the same thing right now. Uh, you've done nothing. I crouch. I crouch over old reliable. I I whisper to it. I say. I whisper to it. I say. You've saved my life once again. And I give it a kiss. Yeah. So, and so I, Grugnug, I, Grugnug using the power of heart quite literally did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> as, as it should. 
<laughs> it's the void equivalent of the secret. Yeah. <laughs> and I pull my pants back up. Oh, okay. Cool, You're cool. going to have to do that a lot. <laughs> that's uh, that's ongoing. Um, yeah, okay, Minus cool. one belt ongoing. Minus one belt ongoing. <laughs> um, Maeve, uh, you can go ahead and uh, make your call. Uh, ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Banana uh, I checked the caller ID. Uh, my ring back is Bad Day by Daniel, whatever his last name Powder. is. Um, P-O-W-T-E-R. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that was so fast. Wild. Um, and then I answer. Maeve? Team Leader Sloan. We have great news. We no longer need power for the elevator. We have arrived at your floor. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be that large grinding noise we heard a couple minutes ago, would you? That's incredibly offensive to call me. Uh, you're, you know what? You're, you've got a good point. I'm trying to work on that. So sorry. You didn't crash the elevator, did you? <laughs> oh, yes. Affirmative. <laughs> Excellent. Well, stay put. Or together, at least. We'll be out with you in a couple minutes. Affirmative. We will go out into the hallway and await. Stay, uh, uh, stay on high alert. That creature might still be out there. More creature. Bye. And then uh, I hang up. <laughs> uh, Sloan, you get an alert on another channel. Uh, I, I check it. Hey, Sloan. I'm just about halfway through placing these charges. How's it going in there? Fine. Uh, they've managed to reconnect life support, and we're about to help with electricals. Nice, nice, nice. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Hey, Captain. Yeah? Uh, you wouldn't have to know about, uh, any creatures in here? Anything we should be aware of as we're moving through? What? Wow, no. Wow. (laughs) Creatures? Um, Oh. I guess it is a lab, so maybe, uh, something got loose. I, uh, look over at Kenny. And, like, I don't think that I need Kenny's ability to know that the captain is lying. <laughs> but it's nice to have a second opinion. <laughs> what are you saying, man? Tell me what you're saying. Uh, and I, I just, like, I hold, up a, I hold up a finger to be like, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, and then I say, I say, okay, well, uh, you place those charges and we'll meet you back uh, where we left you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Miss you. Okay. And then as soon as we hang up, I think I'm going to turn to the doctor and to Kenny. I keep calling you the doctor. You have a real name, but I think it's fun. (laughs) I'm not a real doctor. Um, uh, And I think I, and I say, I say, uh, so our good captain has been placing explosive charges. I think that we should move faster. We don't want to get caught behind. Okay. Yeah. Um, don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, let's just get these, let's get the power on. Let's download what we need to, and let's get the hell out of here. I'm kind of, I'm kind of tired of being here anyway. You move into the main sort of engineering um, level. Uh, you see multiple systems hooked up. I think uh, this is actually a pretty tech savvy group. You all be able to locate the backup generator uh, no problem. And it'll just take you some time kind of get to get power flowing again. Uh, who's working on that? Um, I feel like I feel like Dr. Krell would um, okay. work on that. Cool. Then beyond that, you will also see the um, elevator um, that uh, probably uh, connects this place to the uh, rest of the facility. You figure that your friends are probably on the other side of that door door. Um, Dr. Krell, as you're sort of working on this backup generator, um, you see that there is something diverting power. Uh, something else. Uh, There's something that's sort of like dragging a large amount of power 
um, into the comm relay. Almost as if some, someone was trying to send a message and has rewired much of this uh, lab. You can get power on, but you'd have to be pretty selective about what areas you are powering up. Okay. Um, could, is there a way to, like from where I am, uh, is there a way to see what the message was? It doesn't look like a message is going through currently. It looks like that area is just being powered up. Um, okay. it, right now seems to end around level three where you all came in. Um, to uh, fully connect, we'll have to get all the way up to the sky deck to that communications tower. Yeah, uh, uh, I will. Okay, uh, uh, I'll flip the switch uh, and kind of try and power on. So basically, I can like power on like a few different levels, but not everything, right? Like yeah, there you go. So you can power okay. up the entire elevator line. Uh, you can, need or you that. can power up level by level. Okay, um, I'm gonna power up level five. Okay. Uh, and let me look at the map real quick. Um, where's the map? I got too many tabs open. I'm gonna power up level five, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go ahead and also power up level three, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And level three has already has a bit of a um, power running through it right now when you all came in. Um, so I'll say you're able to do both those levels. Uh, you see emergency lights come on overhead. You can all see a little bit better. Um, and at least the doors of the elevator shaft. <laughs> open and you see your friends sort of like in a heap in the elevator. Okay, how you guys doing? Hello. Thanks for ex- asking. Physically speaking, I'm okay, but emotionally Excellent. that's all we need to know. I'm Thanks. on a scale of three to eight. Okay, great. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, probably get on out of there. I think you can... Uh, Affirmative. Uh, and then walk yeah. out. I do that. Sloan, I need some help. <laughs> Physical or emotional? <laughs> uh, uh, just so you guys know, there, there seems to be uh, some sort of, there's a lot of power being diverted to, uh, to I think, the comms, and I, I don't really want to power those on right now, because I don't want a message going out uh, and kind of alerting everyone to where we are. So well, I, have, I have great news. We didn't actually get the comms on. Okay. Affirmative. Okay. That's, that, that was Grugnug's job. It did not succeed. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you all get a uh, call um, on your sextants from uh, Captain. Hey, looks like someone got the power back on. Affirmative, Gold Captain. Stars all around. Y'all are killing it. You think so? Yeah. Um, you're just gonna need to find uh, that data center. It should be in there somewhere. Sloan, I think I gave you the drive where you can um, download all the information in the database. And then you're just gonna need to run that through the comm relay. I'll set the coordinates and we're uh, good to get out of here. Roger. Affirmative, Thanks, Captain. Captain. Have a nice flight. I always do. Captain? Oh, yeah, Kenneth, what? You're, you're not gonna leave us here, are you, man? <laughs> Kenneth, I'd never leave you. It's a lie. He knows <laughs> um, I look at the rest of the group while the phone is still active, and I just give a big thumbs down to everybody else. <laughs> um, it, when when Kenneth does that, uh, I, uh, I I pull out a small. I have a burner phone from Boost mm-hmm. Mobile that I, I just kind of like. No, I no. shake. I shake a little bit, and I say. 
I give a thumbs up. Uh, Roger, Captain, we'll let you know when we've got the files. I'm counting on you. And then I hang up. And I, uh, and I open my burner phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I would like to call upon my agency. Um, as the professional, uh, I can, uh, I can, uh, I can call the uh, the agency and request help or gear. And I would like to uh, 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 make a quick phone call to my agency, which is um, uh, 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 unofficially Harper and Sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'd it'd like be to, really lucky if you could get us out of this one, guaranteed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, so I'd like to make that quick phone call. Um, if that's yeah, chill. sure. You call, and um, a woman picks up. This is Pam in requisitions. Uh, yeah, Pam. Um, quick. Quick question. Harper and um, Sons, a human touch in the void. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Pam, it's, it's Cosmo, Cosmo Crash of, of the Castle uh, One Crashes. Hi, Cosmo. Hi, Pam. How are you, how, <laughs> how, how are you today? You sounded good. You sounded real good. Well, Sounds I'm like, fine, except they got me Sorry. Uh, we're, uh, so we're in a bit of a rush. And, oh, um, everyone's in a rush these days. Uh, yeah, I know, but um, uh, I'd like to request an evac. If that is at all possible, um, is this something that you roll for, or do you just? Uh, I do roll. Um, I uh, uh, on a ten plus, uh, I'm good. My request for gear or personnel is okayed. I feel like this would count if I request them to come pick us up. Okay, um, <laughs> mom, come get me. They're gonna blow up the moon base. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got five people here, and they're all crying and very sad. Pam, is that does that tug on your heartstrings at all? And uh, I'm gonna I'll go ahead and roll, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, okay. Well, the first one was a three. Okay. Great, great. Uh, and that was a four. So that's a seven uh, plus my sharp, which puts me. At eight. What is uh, nine? Two at nine. Is isn't seven plus two nine? Or are you plus one? Plus one. I, I'm, I'm plus I'm one here. sharp. I'm with it. Um, uh, I can hang. So things sharp. aren't so great. Uh, I might get chewed out by my superiors, and there will be fallout. But I get what I need for the job. Interesting. Okay. What do you tell Pam? So. Pam, uh, got a job that sort of went sideways so far. It looks like we might not get our way out over here on this asteroid and um, uh, might be a, a small double cross situation and anything. Asteroid? Uh, let me see here. Uh, where are you exactly? Can you drop me some coordinates? Well, I can't exactly send an evac if I don't know where you are, hon. Shit. Yeah. Yep. yep. You know what? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I do. Yeah. And uh, I uh, send those. Okay. She, um, you hear typing from... Oh. Um. Hey, hon, could you uh, hold, on, hold on for a second? Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. And then you uh, click over and you hear, like, cold music playing. It's that um new AM song that everybody likes so much. <laughs> or it's that. It's whatever the fuck that is. Uh, Cosmo, what are you finding out? Do you have so any evac for us? So far, uh, it, it, this is... It's a three out of eight right now. 
Um, <laughs> you, the one clicks back on, and you hear a different voice. Who am I speaking to? Um, this is Cosmo Crash of the Castle One Crashes. Who am I speaking to? This is Elijah Harper. Shit. Uh, wonderful. Uh, lo- lovely to hear from you, sir. Um, wow. <laughs> what is it exactly that you're requesting? Uh, I would like uh, to, to leave this place that we are currently in, please. Thank you. And is that a request coming from Captain... Yeah, yeah, Yan- Yanis? Yan- Yan- Janet? Janus? Uh, I think it's Janus. I'm pretty sure it's Janus. Um, and uh, yeah, yes, it's a, it's a request coming from Captain Janus. He he's a little indisposed of right now, and uh, uh, I think it, yeah. So I guess you couldn't hack it, huh? Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> That's a real shame. So it's an evac team that you need. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be gr- like really great. Yeah. Right. Will you all sit tight? We'll send somebody along to clean things up. Uh, I I make sure that's on speakerphone, and I look at Kenneth. Wait, look at Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled up my thumb sideways and wiggle it like in blow. <laughs> Uh, real quick, at, right right after uh, after we hear that, um, uh, uh, Doctor Krell is going to kind of walk away from the group and uh, open up his pack and pull out this little box. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, just you get started. Over hear with. Elijah sigh and says, "So hard to find good help these days," and the line goes dead. Um, I would like rude. to find the computer, like as quick as possible, like wherever this, this these files are being kept. Sloan wants their hands on them. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, Files are inside the computer. (laughs) No. (laughs) Hmm. Who wants to talk to Zoolander now? uh, Let's see. What's happening with this box? I'm going to look curious about this box that you were taking out. What what are you looking at? Um, So, uh, 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 Dr. Krell, uh, at this point, uh, things going so south and having no evac and potentially an evac that's going to just kill us when they get near, um, uh, is going to try and uh, uh, read some better predictability. So I've been using this thing, this this uh, this thing that I have written that is kind of a, a bad version of this. So I'm going to pull out what I call the previsor. Um, and the previsor is a piece of technology from the church uh, that uh, is it's pay to play, so I have to I have to actually charge money for it because it's a really expensive piece of technology. But basically, it runs predictions like I've been doing and tells me the future. Um, so the initiate has this thing called fortunes, uh, and this is just kind of my like way of working around the, awesome. the magic. Is that it's a predictive technology instead of like a future? It's it's technology. Um, so I'm gonna roll plus weird. Uh, on a ten plus hold three, and on a seven nine hold one, uh, I can ask. I can either have a useful object ready for something that's going to happen in the future, uh, be somewhere I'm needed just in time, take plus one forward to give plus one forward to another hunter, or retroactively warn someone about an attack so that it doesn't happen. So I'm just going to run the statistics wow. uh, and see if I can't be a little bit more prepared for whatever the hell's coming next. Okay. Um, okay. And here I thought you were just a nerd. I mean, yeah. Oh, hey, do fours. That's like quadruple snake eyes. Um, eight, <laughs> ten. That's a ten. Uh, I got a plus two to weird. 
Oh my god. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So you put on this previsor. Um, you hear a voice as it fires up. Welcome to the Zodiac Previsor. What's your sign? Uh, Adios Aquarius. Confirmed. Your path has already been set. Your horoscope is now loading. And what are your questions? Um, I would like to, uh, I can hold three. So I would like to have a useful object ready. Uh, I think this is how this works, right? Okay, okay. Um, be somewhere that I'm needed just in time. Okay. Uh, and also retroactively warn someone about an attack so that it doesn't happen. Um, and, you know, if that is the monster coming back, I want to, like, pre-warn and, like, shove someone out of the way or something. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Um, if that's cool. Yeah, you hear, like, a little, like, da, 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 sort of, like, triumph music. This day has been ordained, and your path is set. Your fortune is good. <laughs> Cool. That is good to know. All Follow right. your impulses and trust them and trust those close to you. Good things are bound to come. Thank you for paying for today's horoscope. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Sounds like my therapist. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You can think of it as like future therapy. It's it. Yeah. Um, all right. Then you will be uh, ready. Uh, that's a wild uh, skill. So you are all now in the engineering room um you are able to kind of from this room anyway uh power up certain parts of this lab how do you proceed you need to find this uh data center and you're supposed to transmit the data via the com relay do we know what this data center looks like I think as best you know, it should be like several uh, uh, kind of server towers and that you should be able to tap into. Um, so you're basically looking for a server room. Um, I think Maeve will use their electronics interface and plug directly into the computer and just kind of scan for like device names, looking for things named like server one, maybe <laughs> server two. <laughs> Fabulous. I think going through, is this a role or is this, um, you, you, well, you, you tell me. Oh uh, yeah. I, I, I won't tell you. I think um, <laughs> as you what sort of look through here, that seems glaringly missing from this database. The stewardship of this server has been poor. Devices are not named. Paranoid. Uh, you and I point at Kenny. And I say, you're paranoid and kind of sketchy. If you were trying to hide data servers from someone, what would you name them? Uh, I would probably name them like Untitled Folder or like Homework or, um, I don't know. Scanning, searching string, homework, searching string, Untitled, searching string, folder. Uh, your results come up empty. Negative, no results under those. So on this level, you have, um, you know that there are additional rooms here. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Krell, that the lab that you wanted to access is also on the same level. And yeah, there's still like that whole level two that you all haven't really been able to get into yet. Um, how, many, and how many rooms are on this floor? On this floor, including the one you're in, there's one, two, three, four, five. Hmm, cool. Uh, Sloan is going to turn to the group uh, and say, Time is of the essence. We might have blown our chance of getting out of here, but if we can get that data, we'll make ourselves indispensable. Split up. Stay right. on comms. You find the data server, you let us know. We come in, we collect. We leave as a team. Understood? 
Affirmative. All right. Okay. Divide and conquer. Who's going where? Uh, I'm going to go for the room that I need to, obviously. I'm just going to say, anyone want to come with? I'm, uh, I'm heading out now. Affirmative. Um, I'm going to look over at Kenny. Uh, because the because doctor was real sketch with us in the hallway. Uh, Maeve, just, Maeve, you called it. You get it. <laughs> you know, I think you guys might need my help. I'm gonna go with you too. All right. All right so all right. it sounds like Doctor Krell, Maeve, and is it too late to change teams? <laughs> <laughs> Grungnung yes. are going to head for the furthest laboratory from where you are. Uh, what about the rest of you? And you can um, solo if you want. I will solo. I'll go to the one second furthest away from us. Okay. I'm I'm interested in trying to find out more about where this monster went. Cool. And I'm just going to go with Cosmo because he's got the biggest weapon. <laughs> Which I definitely still do and have reloaded. Uh, fair enough. So, uh, uh, Kenneth, you saw this thing escape. You know, at least it went up. From there, you're not completely sure, but you could um, tell me where you want to start your investigation. Um, we'll let you guys kind of ruminate on that. Uh, feel free to side message each other. Um, we're going to start with the furthest. So we have Dr. Krell. We have um, Grudnung. <laughs> one of these days I'll be able to say that good. And Maeve. You are going to the furthest lab. So the uh, first area you walk through, and I think um, until you break off Sloan, you're kind of walking with them. Yeah, um, for sure. It's sort of this uh, decontamination chamber. Uh, there's lots of like hazard suits, um, gloves, masks. You see like a chemical shower. Um, this is all powered on now. And uh, you see, it looks like there was a struggle here. Um, their suits kind of lying all over the place on the floor. There's a little bit of blood on the walls. Um, do you continue through? Uh, Maeve, you don't um, have to raise your hand. You can talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's Great the play. way that Sloan is going into the biohazard area. Uh, you all have deal? to walk through that area to get to where okay. you want to go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a damned robot. That's fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. The um, entire time that we're walking... Grugnuck is asking the doctor for uh, medical <laughs> advice. He's like, yeah. he's like, I have a weird knot in my in my like shoulder, mm -hmm. and I think it's because my pillows are too soft. Oh well, there's your answer. Yeah. Do you think I should get stiffer pillows because sometimes I have a hard time sleeping when there's stiffer pillows. Right. And then That's it's a good just idea. like a, you know what I mean. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. That's funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do oh, you know the reason why your wife left you? Oh, no. Who said oh. that? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, from the decontamination center, you will go down a long corridor uh, with three doors in it. The first door is marked um, specimen, spec oh, specimen chamber. Uh, the second door is marked uh, laboratory one. And then all at the very end is Laboratory 2, where um, Dr. Krell was heading. Well, um, uh, so sorry, I should have asked this when we were still there, but do any of the bodies that we walked past have similar injuries to the ones that we saw earlier? The These ones did not the appear to have bite marks. I'm going to go into Laboratory 1. Right. I don't want to go into the specimen room. Um, the door dumb. like slides open as you approach and you step into Laboratory 1. Uh, Dr. Krell and... 
Um, well, I'll say Dr. Krell, you continue into Laboratory 2. Grungnung, where are you going? Uh, I'm with the doctor. Okay. Okay. Um, then you proceed into Laboratory I will split two up and go as... to the specimen room so that we have seen yeah. inside all of the rooms. Don't worry, I'll tell you more about my shoulder when you get back. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so it's like really weird. Um, it's, you know, my neck's like kind of crooked. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so good. I'm sorry, Maeve, were you with them as well? I, did I mess this up? Uh, I was, was in oh, the were. party of four. So I decided yeah. to split off from, so those two going to laboratory two, Sloan to lab one, and I'll duck off into the specimen room. Fair enough. Then let's start with the specimen room. Um, Maeve, you walk into that first room and you see that this uh, room appears to be about uh, three levels tall and it's wall to ceiling covered in or full of, I should say, specimens. Uh, Some of them are in these large uh, vats floating in different colored liquids. Uh, Some of them are locked inside of cryo chambers. Um, Other um, appear to be like maybe dead and just like kind of in display cases, but you see strange creatures that you've never seen before. Um, And you see creatures that look like, you know, normal humans that you've seen before. And on the floor of this chamber, you see about 10 uh, small glass uh, kind of um, showcases um, that are sort of lit from the bottom. And each one of them has a uh, brain floating inside of them. One of them, however, is broken. And there's just kind of like, well, there's nothing in it. This is sort of a broken container. Uh, I think Maeve is going to start by seeing all of these creatures and life forms and just goes kind of door to door. Hello, my name is Maeve. I'm here to help. Hello, my name is Maeve. I'm here to help. And that takes 10, 15 minutes. Anyway. <laughs> cool, cool. Then how? Um, uh, but doing that for a bit, and I guess also kind of just looking for... Uh, any like control panel, anything in the room that would have any information like logging information, things like that. Cause I know I'm looking for a computer or a server probably. So I'm looking sure. for some uplink to that. Yeah, there appears to be a database um, as you're sort of cycling through it. It mostly has data on the creatures being stored here. You see uh, one of them, actually, I think you'll see two alerts. Uh, one of them, um, they're both marked breach. Uh, one of them is marked uh, for this room. And as you're sort of looking through it, it appears to be like whatever was inside of that like brain canister. Okay. And there is also a breach marked for laboratory one. Okay. Uh, I'll put in the like, I guess, clinical notes of whatever this is. Uh Tube five has fractured. Just yeah. adding that as like the, the visual note of what happened to that. So when someone's <laughs> checking the logs later, they'll know what happened. It just feels right to do. Good, good, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. You you um, continue to update this uh, database um, as you sort of investigate this room. Uh, speaking of laboratory one, we have Sloan. You walk into this chamber. It is now lit. Um, very sort of sterile looking room. You see what looks like kind of a surgical theater um, as well as an area that looks kind of like a wet lab. Um, You see all kinds of instruments kind of hanging from the ceiling. Uh, This is a two level sort of uh, a larger lab. Um, Mostly looks like a lot of chemical equipment. Um, 
large canisters that seem to be like housing different kinds of gases and things like that. Um, you also see near the middle back of this laboratory, a large containment uh, structure that is shattered in the middle, big old hole inside of it. Um, and as you can inspect it, there's, there's like a bunch of apparatus kind of like, like coming out of it. There's a um, monitoring station that's attached to it. It all appears to be like kind of off right now. Um, but that's probably the most interesting thing that you find in this room. Um, does this uh, containment, this broken containment center look big enough to have housed the thing that we fought? <laughs> it does. Yes, indeed. Uh, I just whisper, Hestia, you sick son of a bitch. Uh, and then I am going to go over to the little like monitoring station and try to turn it on and like see if there's anything, any information there. I'm going to have you investigate a mystery. I I want to help out with this one. And I just want that to be like, uh, just Sloan getting a text from Maeve. Careful, there may be a breach in containment near you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I'll give you plus forward for sensing danger from that, but I don't think that would help you investigate this mystery. Cool. Okay. That's fine, because I'm on fire tonight. That's another 10. Jesus Christ. Uh, Hell yeah. Five, five plus four plus one sharp, baby. But now I have a forward for danger, um, which I appreciate. <laughs> I send back, uh, I send back uh, THX, all lowercase. Yeah, just for... Please from Maeve whenever I receive THX. Somebody coded that into me and I thought it was funny. That's really funny. I just, I hear it from the next room over. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Um, what are your investigate questions? Um, oh my God, that's right. I get to ask questions. Um, uh, I want to know, uh, oh, I can hold two. I know what it can do and I know what can hurt it. I want to know, uh, I want to know what sort of creature it was, mm-hmm. and I want to know what is being concealed here. I think those things are connected. So you turn on this monitoring equipment, and you start kind of looking at what they were doing here. And it seems like all of these devices were monitoring brain waves. At least they look kind of like brain waves to you. Uh, but you see that they were sort of introducing different stimuli through nodes that looked like they were kind of attached to this creature from inside the tank. And they were monitoring sort of how it was responding to that. Um, but you can also see that it was re- receiving information from another source somehow. Um, that, that some something outside of this room was also kind of stimulating this creature. You think that this thing, um, and from what you experienced when you fought it, has some sort of like telekinetic power. It might even kind of amplify telekinetic power. Um, And as far as what is being concealed here, you think that this thing is probably receiving information from something else. And you get that information when you're looking at kind of what they're recording here. It doesn't seem to have a lot of function when it's not receiving stimuli. But when it does, its brain activity is off the charts, just like unreal amount of intelligence. Um, But Hmm. only when it's receiving information. Hmm. 
Okay. Wait, why are people smiling like they know what's going on now? I, <laughs> it's just well, it's I don't a, get so it. I guess I guess the sense is like it's like clearly this thing is like uh, well, I guess like Sloane is assuming sort of like uh, uh, to flavor text like like they only go out to kill when they're hired to do so. Mm. So presumably this thing also only goes out to do something when someone is giving it instructions. It seems oh, that way. It seems that way. At least that's what now. I think. Like the way that like Sloan is putting it together. Yes. Um, that was for the audience. Um, I was, yes. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of that's sort of the thing that I think is happening. Um, uh, does this does this monitoring system um, contain any information that I need in terms of the files I'm supposed to be finding? Uh, it does not appear to. Um, but cool. we're going to move over to laboratory two. So Grungnung and. Dr. Krell, you walk into, this looks like more of a hard lab. You see a bunch of devices and equipment. They all look kind of like weaponry. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is kind of disassembled and taken apart, but everything looks vaguely like pieces of tanks, pieces of rockets, things like that. This is the largest room you've been in so far. And you move through, most things are like kind of suspended by like aircraft cable from the ceiling. Uh, But there seems to be lots of work and like lots of like kind of welding stations set up in different places. Lots of places to like kind of plug in personal computers, large, like long, like like 10 foot long workbenches, all sorts of tech just kind of laying out as if like it was kind of set down in the middle of working. Um, You're walking through here and something catches your eye Doctor, you see a glass cylinder that runs from floor to ceiling, and you think, elevator? No, not this time. There's something floating in the middle of it. It's a small sphere of concentrated purple energy, just sort of sitting there in the middle of this tube. And you can tell, even from a great distance, that it's just like vibrating slightly. Uh, how big is it? It's about the size of like a beach ball. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think we should probably split up. Do you have like a camera or do you have uh, like, do, do you have anything to like document what we're looking at here? I mean, I think I accidentally freed up some space on my flash drive. I <laughs> oh, lost buddy. a picture of one of my kids, but they're twins, so I don't know which one it was. <laughs> Oh, on the plus side, uh, you can say that it is whichever twin at any given moment. Anyway, um, so That's yeah, true. Uh, you're right. Let's split up. Uh, see if you can find uh, 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 some sort of a, a computer somewhere. Um, dig through some files. I, you got that right. I mean, you've got the flash drive. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I have very severe separation anxiety. And I was kind of hoping that we could stick together because I don't handle pressure when I'm alone. Here's the thing. We're still in the same room together. Uh, I've got you, okay? I am going to be in this room with you. Do do you remember that that predictive technology that I just used? I am prepared to save you if you need. I'm here for you. You promise me? I promise you. Um, I, you know, if we split up, what? Uh, well, I was going to ask you if you would hug me for it. <laughs> like, is you promise you would hug. hug me for it? Is the as hug, long as you, a promise hug. 
A promise, promise hug, hug from the front. Mm-hmm. Don't, and th- this is good practice. Perfect. It weird. Promise hug. Come, come it here. won't be weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to no. give. You. Yeah, big old the hug. hug is four minutes long. He's <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 nice. been sobbing a little bit. <laughs> this feels nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Doctor, what do you go to check out in this room? Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of casually walk through um, looking at the, uh, the the various weaponry and things like that and make my way towards the tube. Like, I'm not going to make it look obvious that I'm making a beeline towards that thing, but yeah. um, I, I want what's in it, and I want to see if I can't open it up and, and uh, take the sphere. Um, looking at it, I think it would be easier for you to deduce that you under no circumstances should come in physical contact with that sphere. Okay. Um, but you do see how it can be removed from this chamber. It's going to uh, require you sort of like using this machine, but it's actually a relatively easy thing to do. Okay. Um, how do the future holds work, by the way? Do I decide whenever I get to use it or do you? It sounded like both, kind of. Um, okay. So if you feel like something that comes your way seems like something you should be ready for, then call it out. I was wondering about like being able to use have a useful object ready uh, to have like some like find in this like pile of weaponry some sort of like a containment thing. Um, uh, for you know, you won't even need that. You think you'll be able to use this apparatus to do just that. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, yeah, then I'm just going to go ahead and do that. Okay. You activate this machine. You see that the sphere is like sort of sucked down to the bottom of this tube and a metal like sort of holder slides over it and the tube slides up and you see like a little handle things up. Oh my God, it's like a sci-fi bank. What did you say (laughs) from the other side of the room? Uh, I said, I've got so many people to thank for help, like this whole crew. Okay. Um, (laughs) Must be nice. (laughs) uh, And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like uh, undo my backpack uh, and put it into the backpack quite a large, so we're talking about beach ball here, a big okay. metal beach ball. So. Right, okay. So that kind of beach ball. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He starts bouncing it above his head. <laughs> it's very light it when cannot you pick touch it up. The ground. It's not very heavy at all, okay. um, but you do feel like kind of heat coming off of it. Uh, you could try to cram it in your bag, but it would look like you had just stuffed a giant beach ball inside of your book bag. Okay. Uh, do here. Okay. I have an idea. Okay. So, uh, is there like a? Uh, is there any sort of like I don't know shopping cart or something that I could start like throwing stuff into <laughs> along with this sphere? Yeah, I think there's a shop cart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in that, and then I'm gonna throw on like a few more like random pieces, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'm gonna turn to uh, Grugnug. Uh, and I'm going to say, hey, uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to start just grabbing some things that I think may be useful for us. They're leaving us behind. I see no reason why we can't loot this place. I need you to roll and manipulate someone. Cool. Also, really quickly, mm-hmm. when, I, when I went off, can I use my don't worry, I'll check it out when, when I go off by <laughs> oh, myself buddy. to check out yeah, a scary yeah, yeah, place? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> don't worry, I'll, okay. I'll be over here not scared. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Um, you said manipulate someone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use my goddamn luck. Because wow. I wrote Yeah, no, I'm not even going to. I'm not fucking with it. Okay. I'm, I'm rolling luck on this. So, um, Carlos, if Grungnug does what Dr. Krell asks in this moment, 
you get to mark experience and you get to take plus one forward. So whatever your next roll is, you get a free plus one to it. Ooh, cool. And what was the other thing? I get experience? And you also get to mark experience, yeah. I'm going to level up soon. <laughs> All you have to do is fuck up one thing. One more thing. I'm glad I can trust doctor. Oh. <laughs> yep, Sorry, I'm doing, I'm doing scene work. One second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go fuck myself. Don't worry about uh, it. I'm acting right now. Excuse, um, excuse me? me. I'm in the moment. Uh, <clears throat> I'm glad I could trust you, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So great scene. Uh, Dr. Crow, you take that car back to the elevator, I assume? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, uh, no, the elevator's, the elevator's still broken, right? Uh, yeah, but you know how to activate it. Um, but you can go whichever way you fucking want. Uh, if the elevator's like it, it, activatable, um, then I want to activate the elevator. But I was thinking like uh, that it, it had a hole in it. Uh, there's a hole in it. It'll still go up and it's down. Um, it's, yeah, it's not like a very person-sized sick. hole. All right, all right. I mean, you, <laughs> you know, can, as long as it's just a person. You could plug it with problem. like a beach ball. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Hypothetically. The problem I'll tell you that you'll run into is diverting power to the elevator will cause the power in this area to go out. Is Grugnug with me? Uh, right no, here behind you. Grugnug off. <laughs> He's currently behind you, but you I think you told him that you were going to go off and do something. Is that correct? Yeah. So, uh, okay. yeah. I'm behind you, but I'm back here. Don't worry, buddy. I've got your back. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take the cart. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the cart and I'm going to go into that little uh, area that has like the, the the shaft that we went down initially because I've still got my mag boots on. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna push the cart over there. Uh, I, again, just kind of like casually picking things up and putting it in the cart as I walk. Um, and then when I get there, I want to take the sphere out and mag boot my way up because if it's if it's pretty light I'm just going to take that one thing by itself and go up the shaft. Interesting. Okay, cool. Um and then I want to check in with my hunters. So, Cosmo and Kenneth, where did you begin your search for this creature? Well, first things first. I'm the realist uh mm-hmm. mad bitches like me make the whole world feel it. Um, yep, 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 I yep. would, uh, uh, I would like to, um, do first aid on Kenneth. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. On a 10 plus, uh, I can, uh, heal to harm and stabilize the injury. Nice. Um, seven to nine, I choose one or the other. And, uh, if I miss, I cause an extra one harm. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, 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 good luck, Let's buddy. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, that's double sixes. So, it's impossible. Blue eyes, white dragon. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jules, oh, white dragon band-aid. Oh, Jules, oh, I'm sending oh. you straight to the shadow realm. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh but more importantly, I'm sending uh, 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 two harm of Kenneth straight to the Shadow Realm, and also you are stabilized. Wow, um, cool. You guys yeah. sort of take a second and you like patch uh, Kenneth up. Um, he like Kenneth like takes his glasses off and blinks and is like, "Oh my god, I think I can see." <laughs> it's, it's Peter Parker. It's Tobey Maguire at the beginning of Spider-Man. He he takes his glasses off and has six-pack abs. He takes yeah. a step and then just immediately trips and puts his glasses back on. Uh, uh, where are you all doing that? 
I I I would I would do that like immediately. Like yeah. oh, so everyone you're in the kind engine, of engineering. Uh, wherever we split up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, that works. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't want Kenneth to walk too much on what clearly is a, a heinous act of violence against him. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, uh, we uh, we patch uh, we, we we patch Kenneth up and then we continue on. Yeah, Where that monster like to had to have some had to be like wounded and maybe was like bleeding in some way as it escaped, right? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, could I possibly like? Yeah, could I? Yeah, that, that's what I'm. I'm looking for tra- like tracks of some kind, the evidence that the monster went a specific direction. Okay, then I'm going to have you investigate a mystery. Your goal here is to ask where did it go. Uh, okay. Um, and now, if uh, you'd like to help Kenneth, it sounds like you're kind of along for the ride. You can. Uh, if you want. Yeah, because I. Um, I got an eight plus sharp, right? Yes. Uh, that, that gives me a nine. Okay. Uh, then I suppose Kenneth as Cosmo is sort of like looking around and looking at tracks and trying to find blood. Kenneth is very much so just like copying all of his movements because he thinks Cosmo is really cool. So he's like trying to be cool just like Cosmo. And Cosmo Morales into the Spider-Verse. Cosmo yes. notices and starts doing things like bigger. <laughs> I will you guys really can't make me help. fall in love with these characters because my intention, my intentions are so dark. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh, I got a two on the help. That feels right for what you described. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say that on a miss, you just don't help. I don't think there's any present danger to punish you with. You're just um, having a great time not helping. Fair. Um, let's resolve your investigative mystery, though. Uh, yeah, I, I ask, uh, I get one hold, uh, and I'm going to ask, where did it go? Uh, you follow the blood and it actually requires you both to um, and very comically climb up some ladders up into the upper parts of the engineering deck and it seems to have um, made its way through a large uh, ventilator shaft. Uh, um, did, are we on are we technically on like a separate floor now or are we still on like the fifth floor? You're still the, the fifth floor seems to be quite big. Um, okay, so you're still it. on what they um, have sort of marked as the fifth level, um, but you were uh, kind of a floor up within that, if that kind of makes sense. Sure. Like sure, the sure. mezzanine. Exactly. Um, but there seems to be a shaft there that that thing crawled through. Okay. How how big, like how big is the shaft? It's pretty big. It was big enough for this thing to move through it. So you could crawl through it pretty easily. God, oh yeah. Big I... shaft. Really? It's huge. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> bigger than that little weird shaft from before. Oh, yeah. So much bigger. What's wrong with little shafts? Nothing. You went through it Nothing. just fine, It's all about you, how you use them. Yeah, yeah, it's all about how you navigate them. It's the motion you guys going to crawl through the shaft? <laughs> oh, it's girthy in here. But only a single file, so one of you has to look at the other one's butt. <laughs> uh, Cosmo's going to look at Kenneth and just kind of back at the vent and then back at Kenneth shrug and look inside uh, you see darkness uh, you could crawl through but um, from here you don't see anything Cosmo's gonna look at Kenneth and then back at the darkness and then back at Kenneth um, <laughs> shrug 
and see if Kenneth has anything that he would like to do. (laughs) (laughs) Reading that whole situation and all of that body language, Kenneth is like very clearly understanding that Cosmo is trying to get Kenneth to go first. (laughs) (laughs) And Kenneth is not afraid to because he's about to try to impress Cosmo. So I'm going to try to sort of strut forward and climb into the shaft. Roll manipulate someone. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's impressive. You get in there. Um, You uh, climb through. uh, It goes on for a bit. Do you follow Cosmo? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, Then you're both sort of like, I don't know, what is this, diehard? Like kind of crawling through this shaft. You see it's like kind of marked with goop from this thing as it moves through this area that kind of sticks to your hands and your knees as you're kind of crawling through. Actually, it's probably big enough for you all to just kind of like crouch down and walk, honestly. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow's selling all sorts of stuff in here. <laughs> There's plenty of goop. Uh, you, uh, it reaches kind of like, it looks sort of like the area that you went through, um, Kenneth, just like a small like maintenance, uh, uh, like, just, I'm going to keep saying shaft, um, but it's shaft. got like a rung ladder, like kind of going up. You see more goop this direction. I follow the goop trail. You follow the goop and you follow the goop and it ends in a grate. Oh, that's just great. Fuck. Through the grate, you see what must be the other side of that fourth level of uh, the side Kenneth that you heard that noise coming from. Okay. Uh, looking through it, there's now just like a little bit of light that's coming from the floor below, but it's still like almost pitch black in there. You see a man kind of repeatedly like walking into a wall. I hate this all. <laughs> I will um look at Cosmo and then look at the man and then look at Cosmo <laughs> and then look at the man. Cosmo no, shrugs. Uh, Cosmo shrugs. Kenneth shrugs. Takes out a garrote wire. And I would like to vent to the other side and attempt to uh, choke the man out. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, I train you- my grenade launcher on this man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to have you act under pressure to, like, spring from this uh, vent and, like, get the drop on this guy. Okay. Uh, I got three. Oh, okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. You fall out of the vent. You your garage. You're like ready to go, and you fall straight through and land on the ground. Your garage wire like falls out of your hands. This thing walks into the wall one last time, and then turns like shoulder first towards you, and its head just kind of flumps over to one side, and it says, "Trying to get some time off next week. Go see my kids." It's a reasonable request, actually. <laughs> yeah, it seems pretty fair to me. Um, does Do I notice any uh, similarities between this creature and the other creature? No, this looks to be a human. Um, all around you, you see, like, bits of other humans. You see, like, arms and legs, kind of like, they. it looks like they were at one point kind of drifting through here, but now that the atmosphere is pretty much almost at full, um, they have, like, fallen to the ground. Um, it reeks of death in here now. 
Um, but this man just has some um, sallow skin, um, sunken eyes. His teeth are like jagged and brown and falling out. Um, fingernails long, hair long. Just looks like a walking corpse. Sort of like continues to look at you. Uh, kind of like shuffles towards you a little bit. These hours are getting ridiculous. Um, sort of like falls over into a chair. Okay. I would like to slowly get to my feet, pick up my garrote wire, and just walk past whatever the fuck this guy is. Um, You hear him sort of like fall out of the chair and like stumble after you. He's not very fast, but he's just sort of slumping after you as you're walking away. Um, Sort of continues. Do you think she'll ever come back? You think they'd ever let her off? I wouldn't. And I don't like keeping that thing down there. And keeps like kind of following you. Cosmo, what are you doing? Uh, I'm my, my grenade launcher is still on this dude, ready to just fire the second anything happens. Kenneth, are you continuing out of the room? Yeah, I'm gonna keep walking. I'm gonna walk. I don't. I don't want to talk to this thing. I. I'm kind of <laughs> freaked out. Uh, okay. Cool. Cosmo does get out of the vent. Just cool, to- you get out of the vent. I think that noise sort of like gets its attention and it kind of like turns towards you and says, trying to get some time off next week. Maybe go see my kids. And starts like shuffling towards you. As you start walking away, Kenneth, you walk into the next room, read a bad situation. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, baby, that is an 11. On a 10 plus, you're going to hold three. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Let's read this bad situation. I'm going to say, what is my best way out? Your best way out. You're sort of in a tight spot right now. Um, Getting back through the shaft is possible, uh, but this thing seems kind of like intent on following you and continuing whatever it's doing. Um, The easiest way and the fastest way out would be down the elevator shaft. If you were going to try to land on the next floor, however, without any equipment, it would probably hurt you quite a bit. Um, Those are your two exits. Which one's the best? I would say you have a safer bet with the shaft, the way you came. Okay. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? You walk through this room and you like feel a chill run down your spine and in your head you hear, My darling, where is she? Do you know where she is? And you look above in the ceiling of this room, you see that same creature just in the corner opens that big milky white eye towards you. Okay, and then before I fire wildly at it, uh, (laughs) my third question is, what is the best way to protect the victims? I assume we're the victims here? (laughs) (laughs) You would. If you or a loved one has been a victim of a giant eye monster, you may be entitled to financial compensation. (laughs) You, You turn to check on your friend. And you see 
He's got this grenade launcher trained on this shambling menace in front of him. And you see that thing's jaw sort of unhinge. And Cosmo, you're going to see spider legs kind of grip out from inside the mouth. And the mouth begins to open wider and wider. And you see something struggling to pull itself out of this thing's head. Then you turn back to look at this monster. Um, The best way to protect each other is to stay together because right now you're both fighting two different threats. And that's where we'll end our session. <laughs> I believe we last last time we last with um we we left off with Kenneth attacking a monster. Yep. <laughs> I'm seeing a trend. <laughs> via the trend. I'm seeing a trend. Um, that's the end of part two. Hopefully, all will be concluded in part three. What started off as a one shot has now turned into a three shot, and <laughs> I'm doing fine. Every time I go out, it's a trilogy. You know? doing yeah. Fine. So far. Oh, yeah. a, a pod One has for been each of your guests. Story. Yeah. <laughs> so smart. That was the James episode. Um, mm. Bianca, where can these people find us? Um, you can find the PHBs on the social meds. You can find us on <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Reddit at the pod has been cast and on Twitter at the PHB cast. And we were joined today by our new best friends, the uh, cast of Tell Me Where I Lose You. Nick, where can these lovely folks find y'all? Uh, you can find me, James, and David on Tell Me Where I Lose You. We are a podcast where bad ideas get bigger. Um, we're on all of the normal podcast places you probably already look for. Uh, the pod has been cast. We're on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, uh Probably all those places you normally know. We're also on Twitter and Instagram uh, at TM Wiley Podcast. That's T M W I L Y Podcast. Uh, Jules, tell me more. Uh, hey, hey, David, can I talk to you for a sec over here? Yeah. Um, I've just, uh, yeah, I've, I've been noticing you while we've been recording this whole time. Yeah. And I'm yeah, wondering yeah. if you'd uh, want to go to Robert's Corner with me. I would. Love to go to Robert's oh, Corner. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we going to Robert's Corner? I uh, know. Yeah, no, we're we're going to a party. This is what it's like. James. Right? This is what it's like for you guys when Robert's the favorite. James. David's the favorite. I can tell. James. James. What? Like. David, David, David. What? What? He asked me a question. Take it away, Robert. I'm going to turn Robert's Corner on our guests once again this week. Nice. It was a trend. And uh and check in with them and see if uh if if each of you maybe has uh, an interesting tidbit, a bit of unsolicited advice, maybe mm-hmm. something someone should check out, a uh, random uh shout out, sort of a secret. In the a secret maybe, oh, a deep a dark secret. one. What do you like? Um, um l- let's go ahead, let's let's hear uh what what TM Wiley's corner looks like this week. Uh can I can I steal something for TM Wiley's corner real quick? Um, I'm going to do it anyway. So I have been watching something recently that has become near and dear to my heart. I've mentioned it a couple of times on our podcast recently, um, but I have been watching the HBO show Infinity Train. Yes. Um, 
Have yes. you guys? Uh, this is a great group. Yes. It is one of my favorite shows in the world now. So um, it is exactly the kind of show that I wished I had when I was a kid. It's functionally mm. therapy. Um, season two is this whole like really strong trans allegory. But lo- lo- long story short, um, it's uh, it's about a uh, uh, a girl that ends up on a uh, train that is infinity. So each, each individual car is like a totally different world. And like, I don't want to mm. get too into it. I, it's way better if you go in completely blind, but it, each episode is 11 minutes. It is a, uh, oh, it's uh, it is a delight. I've learned so much about myself through it. Um, please watch this show. It's delightful. Okay. No, so that was fine. James's corner. How about Nick's corner? <laughs> uh, you're probably not drinking enough water. <laughs> Oh my God! That's exactly what I said. We talk about this all the time. Oh, we just got God. Very true. All right, next corner. I love Bianca, it. Bianca, Bianca's drinking water right now. Great job, Bianca. Right now, thank you, you so much. I'm going to drink some water. Let's wrap it up with David's corner. Um. Uh. uh yeah. Uh, don't don't stand under a tree during a lightning storm. <laughs> Holy shit! Really? Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, I've learned. Recently, also during an earthquake, don't stand under a tree. Oh, I just don't stand, stand under a tree. tree. I gotta just go make trees. Hey, <laughs> get away from that tree. <laughs> I was gonna go to a tree standing party this weekend. <laughs> and then we fade out to the music, I guess. Do you guys fade out? Yeah, this is the fade out part. This is where we but, usually fade but out. We're slowly but getting wider and wider. It's right here. Okay.